Hey Gabers, this episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you're a longtime Gaber, you know that I am far from a consistent reader, but Book of the Month just might change that. Book of the Month makes the process that I find daunting, finding a new book, fun and special, with new releases at the beginning of every month. I often find deciding on a title overwhelming, but Book of the Month's team curates a list full of exciting options, often from new and upcoming authors. This month, I chose The Return of Ellie Black by Amiko Jean, which I'm really excited to dig into. I love a mystery thriller, and I love a twist. I was debating between this title and Middle Tide by Sarah Crouch, and honestly, it was the first time in years that I was having a battle of the books. So this month, get your first book for $5 with the code PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, at bookofthemonth.com. That's PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, at bookofthemonth.com. Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is... First dates. Gay first dates, specifically. <laughs> One of those straight first dates. <laughs> Forget about that. I would never. <laughs> so we did do a dating episode before, but that was specifically about like the struggles of gay dating and, you know, finding gay partners that even want to date. And I'm sure we'll kind of touch on that. I was like, is that here? shade once again? <laughs> Finding partners that even want to date Sean. <laughs> <laughs> but this is going to be more just like our experiences with dating in the LGBTQ world, going on first dates. Sean is currently very single. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so, um, you know, recent <laughs> struggles. <laughs> Oh my god. Maybe like apps, ghosting, like we need to get into it all, okay? I like how you're saying like apps and ghosting, you're in a like happily like <laughs> committed long relationship. So weird. You know what? Okay, well I'll start because I wanna just go on the record and say I haven't really been on that many first dates. Okay. And what I mean by that is like You're just even- plowing them. <laughs> Oh my god. How did I know I was going to go there? No, even with Julia, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's a lesbian thing or like a queer women thing. I don't know. But it's more like, at least in my experience, you just kind of like hang out. Right. Like, I don't know what defines a date, but I just feel like any of my experiences besides maybe two were much more casual in the sense of either I had already met them numerous times throughout like a group of friends. Yeah. So I'd already like known them. And then it's almost like, I don't know if you agree with me or not. It's almost like weird to be like, Oh, Hey, let's go on like an official date when you've already been hanging out. So it's like, Hey, do you want to just hang out the two of us opposed to like a date date? Yeah, I feel like the, like, differentiating factor right? for me is, like, if I leave my house or I'm, like, not in oh, someone's okay. residence. Okay. Because even if I was, like, if I had hung out with somebody before, I would uh-huh. definitely be, like, do you want to grab coffee, like, just us two? Like, I would make sure You'd that make we're, sure like, it was noted that it was a date. Yeah. Because if it's, like, right. do you want to just hang out and we, like, go to somebody's house and, like, watch a movie, which is fine. That mm-hmm. can also be a first date. But I think that, like, yeah. if I've known you before, like, I'm not just going to do that. Yeah. Which is smart. Yeah. Because I think a lot of the confusion with me and, like, dating and my dating past or even the other side of it. And once again, I do not know if this is a queer woman stereotype, but it's that you cannot figure out if you're like bros or if you're dating, right? Like you don't know when that transition happens a lot of the time. Um, also because we've talked about on this podcast, how the LGBTQ world is super small. So I find that unless you're on an app, which at the time I was dating apps weren't big. Okay. Back in the olden days. Out of the game. I know. Fuck. And <laughs> not to age yourself. <laughs> and so it was really people that you knew introducing you to people that you knew, or you'd go to like queer woman parties and you go like a few times and you see people there and okay, maybe you go home and sleep with them. It's like, yeah, sure. Okay. That yeah. does happen. And then the next day <laughs> you kind of just keep hanging out yeah. and then it's like, Oh, let's hang out again. And then you just hang out more. I just, I'm not saying that every queer woman does this. I just feel like 
from the people that I know. I'm not this is saying more every common. queer woman is lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> I just feel like it's more common. And even before that, even before it was in like LGBTQ spaces, when I was younger and dating, it was either in university or high school. Yeah. And it was meeting a person through being in classes together. Like, I know for sure in high school, it wasn't, like, really a date thing. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of, like, hung out enough times or you were in the same classes and then you just started hanging out. Or if you were in, like, a sport or for me, like, with dance, then you're always around the person anyways and it's like, oh, why don't we just date? I don't know. It's just, I've, I've, I've... I'm aware that this is a different experience than a lot of people it's have so, had. But it's also so funny because, like, you and I couldn't have had more opposite experiences, yeah. like, ever. The only two people I've ever dated, like, having met them in person before were, like, the two girls that I dated in high school, which, like, right. doesn't really count. Yeah. But I've never dated somebody that I haven't met on an app. Wow. Okay, so that's the thing. I also we don't even know... We opposite. I don't even know if I've gone on a first date... Or, like, a date, not even dated, like, a single date with somebody that I've, like, met casually. Okay, so, yeah, polar opposite, because, get this, I have never gone on a date with someone who I met there on There you that. go. Not yeah. once in my life. Not once. I have matched with people. No, it wasn't even matching. What was it? It wasn't matching back then. Was it on Tumblr? I have, like, started interacting with people that I already knew from my city through friends of friends, and then we started interacting online. That's the same shit. That's Facebook, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then we'd hang out. But it wasn't... I've never done that. I've never gone on a date from an app. Right. I've never... I don't know... Julia was maybe the first person that I've dated. Yeah. Whoa, this is weird. Julia is the first person that I dated that when I met her, I didn't know any of her friends and I didn't know who she was at all. I think that's like a more like specifically queer woman situation. I, I think because so. Because like the gay community is less like, I don't know how to describe it. It's less like inbreeding. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is what I'm saying. No, we're maybe on the same track because, oh yeah, no, you're saying it's less inbreeding. Yeah. Yeah, because ours is such that you know everyone. The Literally the first thing that Julia said to me was, do I know you? Right. And then I was like, no, but I'd want to know you. And I was trying to be all like fucking cute, whatever. We met when the bars, the light came on at the bar and a uh, class, touch class. <laughs> and I was like said something oh I want to know you and she said no seriously like who are you and I was like who are you because it was so weird that we had both been we later found out through talking both been to the same events before we both grew up in the same city both everything the fact that we didn't know who each other was is so rare in the queer women community right it's like we have a joke that if you break up with a long-term significant other, you might as well move to a different city because at this point you're either friends with or your friends are banging or your friends have dated everyone here. Yeah. So, I, you know, I've even joked with Julia, like, now when we go to events and I'm like, if we broke up, I, the rivers run dry here. Yeah. I move into Calgary. <clears throat> like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where else to go <laughs> because it's so... Like, Close inbred that. like yeah. that. Even I have friends that, like, joke that we should do, like... Well, we talked about this on another episode, but, like, do the map thing. But I have this one friend specifically that I will not name that she jokes she's, like, my Peter Pan shadow because she's slept with three girls that I slept with. Right, right, right. Like, within two months after I did. Right. Of course. It's just... It was, like, she was... For, there was, like, a year span where she just kind of, like, followed me. <laughs> Yeah, you might want to, like, maybe seek, like, a restraining order. <laughs> no, and it was, like, completely fluky, honestly. It was weird. It's going to be really fluky also that she's, like, doing this podcast with me wearing your fucking oh. face. <laughs> but it's just weird, so I don't know if it, that's part of it, that you already feel like you kind of know people, so it's not so formal. Yeah. I also think that actual date dates are great and I'm not sitting here saying that I actually like that if anything I'm kind of bummed that I didn't go on more like dates 
I mean, even you were Julia a slut, I, though, you know? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> tough. You gotta you take some, get some, take yeah. some, you know, win some, lose some, <laughs> exactly. whatever that fucking phrase is. <laughs> Julia and I didn't even, like, date. We just started hanging out, like, we fully U-hauled it. We were like... But that's, like, I feel like that's a more common thing. I know. It's weird. So, I have been on two actual date dates that I can think of. Okay. Okay, so the first one is... Was in my what I like to call my disaster months. There was a peak though. Now, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> last week, yeah. Um, and the next twenty five years. <laughs> <laughs> and the poor girl was super nice. She actively made a point of asking me on a date. Okay. Okay. I did know randomly like her sister I went to school with or something. Okay. So I did know this girl from from the neighborhood, if you will, but I hadn't actually like from the what? From the neighborhood. The what? The neighborhood. Oh, the gay the neighborhood. <laughs> Pardon me. I'll edit that out. Yeah, no. How embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I got this like message from her asking if I wanted to if she could take me out for brunch, and I remember just being like completely taken back because the way that it was worded was not just like. Hey, do you want to hang out sometime or you want to go grab like some food next week? It was like, hey, on this day at this time, can I pick you up and take you to brunch? Oh my God, cute. But also like how a date is kind of. Yeah, like an an actual (laughs) Like she gave you a date. Yeah. (laughs) So she asked me on an actual date and the first thing I felt was, holy fuck, I'm so nervous. Okay. Because I wasn't used to it. And it was also like early in my actual actively dating girls out years. I dated girls before not out, which also led to the fact that I was not going on official dates because I was dating people that I knew in high school. Yeah. And it was literally like, Hey, want to just hang out as friends? Normal. Like you weren't going out to dates. Yeah. And even then, it's funny thinking back because people would have just thought you were friends. Like, right. oh, you just went to the mall together. You went to get lunch together. Or you went to a movie together. But you're so hypersensitive to people reading too much into things. Yeah. That you don't. So, it's one of the first times that I'm out to, like, everyone. And I've been dating girls. But by dating girls, I mean hanging out with girls and super casual and friends through friends of friends, group settings, all that stuff. And I was like, holy fuck, I'm going to go on a date with a girl. Uh-huh. I don't know why it seems so much more, like, official. Like, it I'm really brunch. gay. Nothing's more <laughs> official. And nothing's gayer than brunch. That's <laughs> true. I don't know why. Like, I had slept with plenty of girls. I had Probably hung not. out with plenty of girls. <laughs> <laughs> but something about, I'm, like, someone's going to pick me up and take me on a date. I'm so fucking gay. What the fuck? It, like, freaked me out. Right. So, I... <laughs> so, I said yes, of course, and it was Sunday brunch. Ew. And then, right? First okay, date on a Sunday. First disaster. No. That's God's day. <laughs> exactly. Okay? Um, so... Brunch, too? That's God's <laughs> time. <laughs> the night before was one of my friend's birthdays. Oh, my God. You have fucking shitter, didn't you? <laughs> I sure did, John. <laughs> it was someone's birthday. Let me tell you, Brie right now is wearing a shirt that says classic. And she's now telling a story about her getting classic. shit faced before a first date. And let me tell you, that is, that is classic Brie. <laughs> That's why I started this story by saying it was in the peak of my disaster months, okay? And, um, yeah, I was very single. A bunch of my guy friends were in from out of town that had either been going to school or one of my friends specifically was playing soccer in Europe. So it was a big deal that everyone was together. And it was, like, a group of ten guys and myself. And we decided we're going to do, like, beer Olympics. Ah. Uh-huh. <sighs> so, obviously, I'm trying to keep up with all my guy friends. And it just is disastrous. At some point, I put myself to bed at my friend Stuart's house without thinking in my head that she's picking me up from my house. Okay. Yeah, okay. that would be a problem. <laughs> okay, so the next morning I wake up at, I want to say, 10.30. She's picking me up at 11. I don't remember the exact time, but it was a very small window. Yeah. I'm hungover, wearing makeup from the night before, 
like Definitely down my face. Smell like beer. <laughs> oh, for sure, like sweating alcohol. In my clothes from the night before. Of that Not that I'm someone who's wearing, like, a very different outfit from night to day. I'm not, like... It's you're, not like you're wearing the classic shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I am one of those girls that's doing the walk of shame with the high heels and the dress that yeah. would be obnoxiously obvious at brunch. But still, it's like I'm wearing stinky beer, probably beer spilt on me during beer Olympics. Just not a good look. And I'm... Um, processing through this through my mind I'm like there's no way I can get home in time for her to pick me up yeah. like it's just not gonna happen so I was like fuck I text her there's no way to make this not embarrassing hey actually could you pick me up at my guy friend Stu's house I stayed over here last night and I tried to make it like oh my friends are in from out of town we had yeah. a few drinks so oh, no. <laughs> I get in the car which is a, I, well, I don't know, depending where you're listening, you might have this, you might not. Car to go, is that just a Vancouver thing? So it's, No, it's like a... Is it everywhere? Not everywhere, but it's okay around. So it's a, you know, if you don't know what it is or it's not in your town, it's a car that you get into, you pay for the trip, and then you park it, and you don't have, necessarily have to take it back anywhere. Yeah. So I get in that, and I knew she had a car, so I was like, this is weird. And we get in, and she goes, oh, I figured we could drive down because I wanted to do, like, a boozy brunch, like, crawl. And she's set up this <laughs> crawl, including, like, a fun checklist of, like, try, like, a drink with a umbrella straw try a like and she obviously put work in to making this cute as hell checklist I'm like is that cute though it was, it was. <laughs> and it also had like food things and okay. it was like oh spot someone who's drinking this okay. and like it was over the top date date yeah definitely right um so it went from me thinking, oh, I'm going on a first date, holy shit, to, oh my god, I'm going on, like... I'm getting married. So, <laughs> if this ends in an engagement at the fifth bar... <laughs> this is 12 episodes of The Bachelor combined That's into what it was one. like. It yeah. was like a bachelor date, where Actually, it was, like, all no. these things we had to do. We were, like, on a scavenger hunt. Yeah. I, I think she actually called it, like, a boozy... Brunch scavenger thing. I, like, love when people put effort into dates because, like, I think that people are incredibly lazy and, like, I like to put effort into Mm. dates, but that's, like, a lot. Oh, yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. So. Especially a first date. Oh, fuck. So then there I am. Thinking about more alcohol. (laughs) Trying not to puke on the way down. I just thought to myself, what the fuck is wrong with my life? That I'm finally going on a first date, and this is what's happening. I got through it, and of course, self-call probably helped. Was it Once fine? it was a few, and it was fine. It was a good date. And um, in a way, I almost felt like I didn't really give her the full chance because I was so concentrated on like... Like not throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not being hungover, and also like feeling self-conscious about like, I'm like, my breath probably fucking stinks. Yeah. I stink. You know, classic bags break. <laughs> under my eyes. I washed my makeup off my face with like soap this morning and like put none back on and my hair is in a messy ponytail. Like I just wasn't feeling my best. Okay. So I feel like yeah, if you're listening and you know who you are, I'm sorry. That was I did I felt really bad. Fuck. Needless to say, it didn't work out because it's not Julia. <laughs> it did. No, it, it did not work out. And you know what? In, I think a connection's there. It's there. Yeah. You know? And I, it was a great friendship kind of connection, but it wasn't there otherwise. I had a good day, but, you know. Fuck. That's that. That's that. <laughs> um, and then the second one, before we get into your sad life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I just can't stop firing him when You're it comes like, to this zing, zing, zing. It's good. Um... The second one was me. I orchestrated the first date with this girl. And I think probably because the first date I went on was so elaborate, I was like, I better do something fucking nice. Yeah. Um, So this was a different girl. And we had gone out once before. So this is the second date. And the once before was like a casual lunch or brunch or something like that. Okay. But not a scavenger. <laughs> not a scavenger. Yeah, no. one. And, um, so the second date, 
I went to Michael's and which is the craft store and I bought <laughs> which in hindsight it's like probably the creepiest. <laughs> I can't even when I think about this story, I'm like, I'm so stereotypically like you haul creepy lesbian, like some people would have run for the fucking hills. I'm so scared. <laughs> I bought at Michael's a bunch of fabric paints and two pillowcases. No, you did not. <laughs> Brianne Williamson. <laughs> so that we could make our pillowcases. That is fucking creepy. <laughs> and you know what? I don't even think I fully figured out how creepy it was until I just said it now. It's so out creepy. Loud. Like, I've realized it was creepy since, but I haven't actually, like, really thought about it. I feel like painting is like a cute idea. Exactly. But pillowcases is like very, it has like a lot of implications oh. behind it. First of all, like that you're probably going to bang. Yeah. Second of all, that you're going to like keep these for like <laughs> your lives together. <laughs> like there's a lot of weight behind For our it. shared home. <laughs> Literally. That we are moving into today. today. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it was. You know what? I didn't think. I went to Michael's I got this stuff thinking, oh, it'd be fun to paint something. Yeah. And then I saw Maybe, I don't know, paint. a fucking canvas? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. So I was gonna get... A birdhouse? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, in hindsight, it's 2020, okay? When I was there... Yeah, 2020 out of, like, a fucking periscope, because you're... The aisle I was in was fabric paint. Okay. And I went looking for a craft idea. I didn't even know going in that it was going to be paint, per se, okay? So, I was in the paint aisle, and I was seeing fabric paints, and I was like, that'd be cool, and I turned around, and I saw t-shirts, and I was like, that's fucking lame. No one's going to wear a t-shirt that they painted... On a first date. ...for themselves, like, and then wear it, like, where are you going to freaking wear it? Okay, I need to know. So, then I turned, and there was pillowcases, and I thought... Perfect. <laughs> that doesn't have to leave the house. Perfect. That's some totally might say, normal. Some might have to say, doesn't have to leave our house. I need to know now. Yep. Where is your pillowcase? <laughs> Honestly, it might still be at my parents' house. Because I, I painted a really cute pillowcase. What, was it you two together? <laughs> <laughs> Veils and all. <laughs> No, so I think I like looked up like it was it was not okay. <laughs> I also think I noticed a bit more once I was actually like setting up for her to come over. Yeah. That it was more creepy than obviously than when I was in the store. Because as soon as she came in, all I remember saying is, Oh, we can paint pillows, like our pillows. Like they don't have to go together. Right. Yeah, I was like, like already, already like backtracking. <laughs> because I realized as soon as it came to my mouth, I was so excited about it. And as soon as she came in and I saw there's two fucking pillows sitting there and we're going to paint them. I'm like, oh my God, she's going to think that we're making matching pillows or yeah. like, we're painting them together. So I was like, what are you? And then I kept trying to make a point of it. What are you going to do for your, like, what are you going to do for yours that's separate than mine? Because they're not going to be sitting right beside each other on the bed that we share together in the house that we share together. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So I think it was very normal. Okay. And um, sweet. And no, it was creepy as fuck. That's really weird. <laughs> and yeah, so I I did like some quote that was actually like a cute quote. Like I, I liked the quote on the pillow and I never actually slept on it. No like one... you'll never get away from me. <laughs> this is your forever. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just a cute first date quote. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but you know what? At least the thought was there. I got, I got like her favorite craft I think beer. You were in, and like, I think you were in like the right direction. Yeah. Like I think you had good intention and then it got like very incredibly so scary. Incredibly <laughs> 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 so scary. Yeah. I'm even processing now and like after we painted the pillows... Then I was like, okay, we had already had like a couple beers. I was like, I also got a bottle of wine. Want to come down to the basement? Literally, it went from like Bob Ross to like Silence of the Lambs real quickly. Come down to the dark basement I live in because we were in the backyard. Do back you want to put the lotion painting. on your skin, or else you may or may not get the hose again? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so we were painting the backyard, and then I lived in the basement suite. But uh, in hindsight, it's weird that I it was then brought the her into the basement, and yeah. She's still there. <laughs> and I haven't let her leave since. <laughs> on that note so you could say my first date that I planned was a success <laughs> <laughs> she's a keeper <laughs> oh and by that I mean you kept her <laughs> oh my god the dark joke of this <laughs> podcast um fuck we, we were like first of all we're like talking about what we were gonna talk about today yeah and then I was just like my my dating recently has just been like first because okay Brie goes let's talk about first dates because you just went on a first date because I was telling her how I like had a date and I was like oh you mean get ghosted because that's what I did instead oh my god I'm just realizing that this is the first date you've been on and since I've known you that I haven't followed up and been like Oh, how was your date? Usually I'll just be like, how was your date the other day? Yeah. And I didn't even ask till today because I was thinking in my head it might be fun to do first dates because I thought you would have a funny story or like some I do have a funny story. It didn't happen. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So, I mean, everyone get your Kleenex ready and here we go. (laughs) Go to sad song. (laughs) I was more thinking like Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. Yeah. Sean in a cage crying. Nobody's letting me out because they fucking ghosted me. Sponsor me. <laughs> They're not there anymore. Um, what do you What do you want to know? <laughs> uh, start to finish. Where did you meet this person? What was the date plan? And oh, how the did person the ghost? ghosting me. Okay. Um, so it started on Tinder or something. I feel like this is so weird, but like, I, should I just like give the full situation? Yeah, hell yeah. It started on Tinder. We like were messaging back and forth. He was like, oh, here's my number. I was like, okay, sure. Then we were like messaging a bit. And then I like made a joke relating to something. And he was like, oh, like, when do you want to go out? Like, as he, like, built off of my joke and was like, oh, speaking of that, when do you want to go out? Right. And I was like, oh, whatever. So both of us were busy, so we, like, planned a day. And then, so it was, like, Sunday. We were going to hang out on Sunday evening. That was the time. Mm -hmm. Sunday morning, roll. I also, like, got lit, like, wine lit on (laughs) Saturday night. So I wasn't feeling, like, too great. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't do like fucking wine Olympics cause I'm not a serial killer like you, but, um, so I was like, I got pretty drunk, um, the night before S- Sunday morning rolls around like Sunday, like, mm, like I think it was like 12. I got a text saying that he's too hungover. What? Like he went out the night before and he was too hungover. So he will like, I mean, I guess we can't really talk, but at least you went, but I, this is the thing I, and I actually didn't say it while I was telling my story, but I thought it, there's no way I wouldn't have gone on that date because I knew that that person took time to make a plan with me in their life. And there's one thing that I think is the biggest disrespect is when people waste people's times or they flake on plans. Those are like my pet peeves. Totally. Because if I make a plan with someone, like you're a busy person too. Yeah. Um, And I always assume that everyone I meet is a busy person. Mm -hmm. I just assume that of everyone. So if I make a plan with you that we're hanging out on this day, I literally have to be bedridden for that not to happen. Yeah. Or like something has to be like, I cannot make it. I was going to say like missing a leg, but I'd probably still go. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I just, I think that unless there's like serious circumstances or unless it's like a long-term friendship where you've proven time and time and again that you're not a flake and then everyone of course every once in a while once a year in a friendship once every 50 times hanging out you're like shit this came up totally. okay yeah. things happen yeah but when someone's taking time out of their day like for all he knows you could have already been up getting ready like oh really i literally excited. had like moved plans yeah from that day yeah so I was like, okay, that's your schedule. But then like immediately it was as soon as I got that text, I was like, that's just like, doesn't really sit right with me. Cause like, mm-hmm. I'm still very hungover. Yeah. And like that, I was like, come on. Like I was like, I've mm-hmm. been on first dates before that I have been like, maybe not mm-hmm. even like alive the night before. Like I came <laughs> back from like literal and like figurative death. <laughs> Um, and I've still gone on a first date. So I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. So 
that goes on, whatever. I'm like, okay, that sucks. Then the best part is people don't understand <laughs> that social media exists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he had followed me on Instagram. So at the end of the day, I'm just like going through my stories. And his story was like him on a hike with his friends. <laughs> What? Yeah, and I was like, okay, I kind of understand that because, like, when I'm incredibly hungover, like, I don't want to go on a date with somebody I've never met, you know? Like, that's just not... I, no, I, but that is... And then I'm like, okay, that's, like, a little tacky, and, like, I A can little? S- it's a lot tacky. And I'm like, I can see that, so, like, a- automatically I was like, okay, that's, like... I was like, maybe if you don't want to go on a date, but I kind of feel, like, shitty about myself, because I'm like, you are going... And then you're just rubbing it in my face. It wasn't even, like... I bet he, like, didn't even think about it. But that's, like, the lack of awareness there. It's almost like... It's almost like... If you were really feeling, like, guilty and bad about flaking on someone the day of a date... (laughs) Don't you think you'd be conscious the rest of the day of like, shit, I really fucked that up. Like, oh, geez, I really should. Like, yeah. Even if you did go and like, don't post the photo. Exactly. So, I mean, I f- feel the same way, yeah. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so then we make a date. Like, he's like, oh, why don't we meet for like dinner after work one of these days? And I was like, sure. Okay, perfect. We make a plan for, I think it was like Thursday. Uh-huh. Whole week goes through. Wednesday. Oh my god. Day gosh. before. Hey, I'm so sorry to do this, but it's my friend's birthday on Thursday. I completely forgot. I thought it was next week, but they just like texted me and it's tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, like that like I literally was like, life happens, yep, uh-huh. And then I let it sit for like no joke an hour, and this is probably why I'm single. And right. I let it sit and I was like I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) So I sent him a follow-up text message. And I was like, hey, I know this is going to come off, like, very, like, snarky and kind of blunt. But I was like, if you're not feeling it, like, let me know. Like, I I was like... I think that's great. If you aren't feeling it, like, let me know. Like, I just want to know where your head's at so I'm not, like, thinking it's going to happen and, like, changing all these plans. And, like, I'm, like, literally a busy person. I... Yeah. Like, I have shit to do. (laughs) It's also, you know... We're all too old for this bullshit. Totally. If you don't want to actually take you on a date, don't keep just a week later making a plan and then hoping eventually it'll die off. Just say, hey, you know what? Actually, in hindsight, either I'm not ready to date or I don't know if this or is good Or you're too busy or it's not busy. the time. Totally. I yeah, understand. Same thing. Yeah. Pe- the best part is up. like, I definitely understand all of the reasons for why it wouldn't happen. Yeah. But I don't like being like dragged through those. Mm-hmm. If you're like fucking well, blunt and like, hey, listen, you're actually not as hot as I think you were. <laughs> like, oh God, our- saw you on Tinder, hot. Instagram, less hot. I'd be like, that's so accurate. <laughs> oh my God, it is not. <laughs> I'd be like, you're so right. <laughs> totally fair. Called it off. <laughs> so, anyways, I sent him this text message that's like, I need to know like where your head's at. Like, are you feeling it or are you not? let me know his response is like oh my god no 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 i hope you don't think that i'm being flaky like i've just been, you are i've just been so busy lately that like my head's all over and i was like okay like i totally understand yeah that's very valid yeah let me know like if you're like wanting to do this again like i'm like free to do this when yeah. you are literally like a week goes by i sent him a text like a casual text he like sent like one response and then I responded just didn't ever respond. What? (laughs) So you gave him the opportunity to be a big person. Yeah. And just (laughs) to have an easy ending to let you not then spend your time thinking about this person, wondering what's going on, wondering if he's going to text you. Like you're obviously, you know, we talk about being busy and wasting someone's time. It's not only about like physical time of going on dates. You're also wasting someone's mental time. You're wasting their time thinking and like wondering what's actually going on. What's wrong? What do you actually feel? What do you actually think? Yeah. So you gave him that opportunity. He had his chance to say it. He gave you a lie, a bunch of bullshit. And I also when, oh, I just remember this when he responded like, oh no, no, I hope you're not being flaky. I literally responded with, I just thought if you wanted an out, I would give you your shot. Like I was like, cause legit. like, that's how I am when I'm dating no, somebody. Like, like, I'm like, listen, too. bitch, like yeah. if you don't want to do this, let me know. Mm-hmm. But like, Hey bitch, I'm the one who brought the pillowcases. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah, that's honestly, it's just been a lot of that. recently. It's so shitty. And I don't get where people think that's going to get them. 
Yeah. Also, it's like, maybe they were like seeing somebody else that they had more interest in or something. That's fine. All of those are valid reasons. Just fucking tell me. That's also the thing is like, for anyone listening, if you're dating, don't be that person. Everyone understands you're dating your multiple people probably at that point, or you're just got your feelers out. Like, I mean, you're on Tinder. No one thinks that you're the only person that matched with them. Yeah, no. You know, like, I'm sure you're having other conversations. I you mean, pillowcase Brie might. <laughs> <laughs> once, I go, once I got into the pillowcases, it's over. No worries. Um, and there's, they're not thinking that, right? Like, yeah. everyone's aware that you're probably planning other dates. You probably have other things going on. And it's completely possible that from the time you matched and started talking to, like, a week later, not even talking your specific situation, but anyone else. Yeah. That it just isn't happening. For example, when I... Or that, like, something sparked up with somebody else more than it did. Yeah, like, I'm exactly. very aware that that could happen. But he, <laughs> he went on another date before yours and was like, oh, shoot, actually, I have a lot of feelings. I don't even know if I need to pursue anything else yeah. or whatever else, right? That happens. For example, I was... When I was completely single and casually dating, I went on a couple um, dates. This was not the pillow date. Do not fret. It was the dates where, you know, just casually hanging out and stuff with this girl. Very sweet girl. Gorgeous. Absolutely nothing wrong with her in this in her person. There's no downsides. I, she was nice to date. And honestly, if I hadn't met Julia, I might have kept dating her. Yeah. There just wasn't that, like instant pull connection, right? Yeah. And we had only, you know, hung out maybe three times. I had also been talking to a couple other people. I'm sure she was talking to other people. And the night I met Julia, I literally, anyone I was talking to, thinking about anything, gone. Like, forget. Done. Right? Yeah. And I started hanging out with Julia and I could have been a dick about it. And when those people messaged me, been like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. No, we'll hang out in a week. We'll hang out in a week. Oh yeah. No, whatever. And like kept leading them on. And instead I was like, actually I've been seeing someone else too. And I really think it's getting serious with them. I didn't even know that about Julia, but I just wanted to cut it off. Cause now I wasn't even interested yeah. in anyone else because once you meet that person, you know, it's like such a new level. Exactly. Everyone else seems boring yeah. then. So like <laughs> there's me being a psycho again, Julia probably didn't even know what my fucking name was. Literally. And I was already telling her oh, it's getting pretty serious, but to bring the pillowcases out. Okay. People. So, but I just out of respect for them, I'm like, even if it doesn't work out with this girl who was Julia, now I know I can't even date you because yeah. I just, it's a different level of feeling. slumming it. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, it's nothing against them. Anyone I was dating at the time, talking to, there's literally nothing wrong with them. Sometimes you just have connected with people and people understand that. Yeah. Like there's a way to go about things. I think that like, in terms of that as well though, like you, if you're breaking that to some people... There, for the most part, you're gonna get like positive, not positive, because no. you're still like, but still you're gonna shit. get like understanding reactions. Obviously, like sometimes you mm. might get a crazy that like yeah. has a freak out, but like I would much rather try that. And the thing than, is, at the end of the day, like you said, even if you get a crazy, you can sleep sound at night knowing, you know what, I did the right thing. You avoided the crazy as well. <laughs> that too. But also, I was the bigger person. I had respect for a human being. I gave it to them straight. Yeah. You know, we weren't in a committed relationship. It's not like I was dating someone exclusively and broke up with, up with them. It was very well known with anyone that I was dating through those years I was single that, I, you know, it was just going on casual dates. I even explained to them I wasn't really looking for a long-term relationship or nor did I think I was at the time. Yeah. And so there's nothing wrong with telling someone. Like, people understand that we're adults here and we're dating people. Like, it's, totally. it's not high school where you go, you make out with someone at a party and they're like your boyfriend now or your girlfriend now and and if you went on a date with someone else, you're, oh my God, you're a cheater. It's not like that anymore. No. Right? So people understand that if you have some respect for them. It's just, like, I don't get why people think that there's, like, a benefit to trying to either, like, wean someone out or, like, ghost someone. Like. Yeah, it's, like, also, like, in my specific case, it just, like, pisses me off so much when it's, like, I literally laid out the framework for you to, like, tell me Mm -hmm. that it wasn't. And I'm I'm fine with that. Right. (laughs) Like, I'm, like, yeah, that's very fair. Like, on to the next one. Absolutely. But it's just, like, come on, dude. Like... Come on, my right. biggest pet peeve is when people waste my time. Oh, like me too. my biggest number it. one pet yeah, peeve. Me too. So like, fuck. There's just so much of that like going on. I think like in the gay community especially, they just don't think anything of it. Yeah, and it's like we're all like shooting the shit out here, you know? Like we're all trying our best yeah. to like 
find something yeah. or like you know like we're all in this struggle together at least like be decent and it's weird it. that you say that because I have a couple other gay guy friends and they have the exact same experiences yeah. it's like I don't know if that's maybe a stereotype of that community but um, I've heard a lot of the same stories where oh why don't I date someone thought it was great they said oh perfect let's hang out again next week and then I just never heard from them or, or whatever. another one was <laughs> I went on a first date with somebody like at like it was like fucking like fucked up time. It was like mm-hmm. seven in the morning or like eight in the morning because they were like, "Oh, I have a busy day. Do you want to do like a coffee date?" Right. And I was like, "Sure, that's fine with me. Like I'm up early, anyways." We go on this coffee date. It is no joke. Like two and a half hours long, like of like constant talking. <laughs> okay, so yeah, like easy conversation. Easy conversation, like no awkward pauses, like. There were also a few times that I was like, oh, if you need to go, like, let me know. Like, I'm totally fine to leave whenever. Like, I know you have shit to do mm-hmm. today. And they were like, no, 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 not at all. Like, blah, blah. Yeah. Keeps going. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, blah, keeps going. Blah, yeah. blah. <laughs> like, so once again, you're giving people out. Giving people just, out. Because, yeah. like, I'm, like. You're also a human being. You get that sometimes people are, like. Not feeling it. Not, or like, yeah. yeah. And you are having, like, the different perception of what mm-hmm. it. Anyways. So it goes on for like literally like two and a half hours. They leave. I leave. I was like, that was like lovely. Yeah. Totally lovely. And I get home and like there was like no, because we had been like messaging on Tinder and stuff Mm -hmm. like decently frequently. There was like no response, no nothing. And I was like, okay, like that's, I'm I'm getting a vibe. Right. So the next day I was like, Hey, just wanted to know where your head's at. And they were like, Oh yeah. To be perfectly honest. Like I'm not like, I was, I'm not feeling it. Like I hope you have like a good life. Like blah, blah, yeah. blah. Which is <laughs> I harsh, think, but like, okay. Which is like totally fair. But at the same time, I'm like, why would you let it go on for like two and a half hours? <laughs> that's, that's like, I'm super glad that they like gave it to me like bluntly. Yeah. Cause I respected that. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. If you're not feeling it, you're not yeah. feeling it. But also it's like, you wait, Wasted my time in a different way. Why did you keep it going? I asked if you were wanting to leave. Yeah, so I'm like, come on. You can't can't win. I can't. I mean, I clearly can't win because I'm still single. (laughs) You have not been single for long, though. You're acting like you've been single, like an old spinster for your entire life. Yeah, I'm just like such a relationship person, so it like feels feels like a really long time time. Yeah. I also had like a really depressing thought recently. For once. Yeah. <laughs> just about dating, and now I've just been, like, super cynical, so I think yeah. I'm just, like, spiraling. That's why. <laughs> okay, so what was this thought? Oh, my God, no, it's far too sad. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. It's too sad for the podcast, it's and too, you know it's, like, really it'll dark. It'll draw it down. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Yikes. Well, yeah. I mean, I can't say that there's been anything that we have ever said we aren't able to say on the podcast, so let Thank you for not saying that. Yeah, you're so welcome. Wow. <laughs> I know you're going to find the person and then you're going to be like, oh, thank God. Like, no wonder I wasn't supposed to be with those people. Right. Yeah, no. I'm one of those weirdos. I don't even know if it's a weirdo anymore. I used to be like, I'm such a nut. But now I'm like, no, I actually genuinely believe this. So who cares? I genuinely think that we're like on a path of some right. sort um, in the sense of people coming into your life and going from your life and it's I'd be the first to say when I was like single and like had gone through some brutal breakups and stuff oh my god my life's never gonna get better I'm never gonna find someone like that again blah 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 and then as soon as you meet that person I was like oh it all makes sense yeah that's fair so it's really weird and that night I had no intention of running into Julia I wasn't even actively looking in fact I was saying to everyone that I did not want a relationship (laughs) I don't want to like date seriously just casually date I was out partying you know like hooking up with people whatever it was and then it was like oh this is my person I was just supposed I was supposed to walk into this bar tonight and when the lights came on I was supposed to see her and then there you go right and then it all kind of makes sense yeah that's fair and then it could I, I could still be on the path that this freaking crumbles beneath me oh and gosh. then something else makes ah, sense. I hope not. But I'm just saying this I think that life, if you keep just being a good person, it all ends up coming no, back. No, I around. totally agree. You know? Because just, you're not the person doing that and stuff. Like there's a reason that almost the universe was protecting you from being with those guys. Totally. Yeah. That's what I feel. No, that's a good way to look at it. I also think there's like such a weird, like Speaking of first dates specifically, there's, Mm -hmm. like, such a weird power play that happens, I think, in, like, 
gay first dates okay. and like lesbian first dates as compared to like a straight first date because yeah. it's like when you get like two people of the same sex or like on the spectrum yes. I think there's like more of like a a power struggle it's like a weird like first dates and like the gay obviously i'm like specifically speaking to like my experiences Mm -hmm. and like the gay experience because i can't do anything else Um, (laughs) but like there's such a weird like subtle power struggle like going on within these dates like i thought that like (laughs) i like have a car like I like own an apartment like I thought these were like I have like a career that I enjoy I pictured myself like I remember when I was dating somebody and then it ended I was like oh well at least like when I'm in the dating game like I look like I like have my shit together you know like on first dates I'm gonna be like oh yeah like I have like these things Mm -hmm. and it's like so the opposite effect that I thought like when I hang out with people like for the first time I literally don't mention any of those things which is gonna be awkward if like people are listening to this (laughs) but um also date me if you're listening to this (laughs) um But I literally don't tell people any Mm -hmm. of that, like, at all, because I feel like it, like, this is so incredibly stupid saying it. No, I hear you. But, like, I think that it, like, and I know, I, it's not that I think, it's that I know, is that it, like, almost, like, sets people back in their own mind, and, like, even worse in the gay community, I feel like it, like, de- like, masculinizes people. Like, the p- person that Makes I'm talking to. like, oh, if they don't have, if they don't own an apartment or a car, and they're, they're like, oh, well, and they don't get it. it makes totally. them uncomfortable. Which is not how I view it at all. No. Because I'm, like, I have been, like, privileged in, like, the yeah. things that I have, and I work hard for the things that I have, but I, like, am afraid to say those things mm-hmm. because I don't want to, like, make somebody feel that they're like lesser yeah. like make that I don't know oh no I get it it goes back to like just gender norms of totally like, especially like inner masculinity and feeling like you have to like hold up to this like I'm gonna be the provider and I've got my life together and all these yeah. other things and even though in heterosexual relationships often that is not the case there's many outside of the norm but if we're just talking in a first date sense there are certain things that heterosexual people kind of make assumptions of or are normalized in society of date standards and the way a date goes. For example, the big one that you can think of is the guy pays. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not saying that there's not women out there that on first dates are like, no, I'm paying or there's not people out there that split the bill or whatever it is. But you see movies all the time, the rom-coms where it's like, oh my God. And guess what? After all that, he didn't even pay. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. It's so normalized that this is what the guy does on a date or he's the one who picks you up in his car yeah. and then he drops you off and then he walks through the door and did he open the door? And it's like, the woman is being taken on the date. Yeah. Right? So... But it's so weird because, like, I feel like some of the things that you see in the movies, yeah. like, people in gay relationships still, like, try to apply to, like, yeah. they try to cram it into the, like, straight first date. Yeah. And it's like, that not, that's not, like, really how it works. Yeah. And, well, like... I even think of that in the sense of... It's this weird thing in, for me, like, queer woman relationships, me being a lesbian, of... I'm trying to, like, gauge... I've always thought that I have more of a dominant or masculine personality in the sense of, like, I like to take control of things and I like to be the planner and I like to make those kind of decisions. So, for example, when we were talking about earlier about the first date I went on, someone making that initiative, part of the reason I was taken back is, like, oh, I'm being taken on a date by a girl? Like, that's weird to me. Like, I feel like I should be filling that role. Yeah. And it's not like the guy's role. I'm not saying that there's a guy role and a girl role. I'm just saying like the may- maybe more dominant dominant or traditionally masculine role. Yeah. Right? And the like paying on the date and all these things. You know, whenever I've taken girls out, I always pay. Yeah. And it's like, how does that get decided? Like, not that it's already decided for heterosexual relationships, but I feel like there's more of a understood standard that if you're varying from it, it's almost like you're being different. Yeah. Whereas when you're two of the same gender going out, then it's like, okay, who's playing what role in a sense of the dating tradition? Definitely. Like who's picking who up? Who's opening the door? Is who's paying? Are we? Which is like great that it like shatters those, but it's yes. also so confusing sometimes. It's just sometimes you don't know like, and like you said, going back to that point of it, I think a lot of 
you know, movies and everything, they fantasize, which is a shame and it sucks for women because it makes it normalized in society that um, it's like, oh my God, she's going on a date with a doctor. Thank God she's going to have a rich life. Right. It's like you never really see in a movie the guy go and the guy not have a job and she's a doctor and he's being swept off his feet and yeah. taken on to this luxurious lifestyle because he's now dating this rich woman. It's always the rich dude that it's like, oh my God, lucky her. She's now going to have this mansion because he's whisking her into this princess lifestyle. Yeah. Right. So I can see that men growing up watching that normalized and seeing that they're supposed to be the person that's whisking you away. And you feel like in a sense, like, oh yeah, I'm bringing this table. I'm whisking them away. Look, I've got my life figured out. And then it makes one person feel like they're inadequate. Yeah. Totally. And that's, like, my biggest nightmare on a date is to, like, make somebody feel, like, inferior. And it's not your And not, fault. like, not like I'm, like, such a fucking no. frightening person either. Like, everybody's no. inferior. No. That's not what he's saying, but I think, No, like, I get what you mean. Yeah. It's... But it's weird because I'm also, like, I shouldn't be doing that because, like, these are no, things that I'm, like, proud to Absolutely. have, like, worked for. But at the same time, mm-hmm. even though I'm, like, I'm proud for it, when it comes, I'm, like, ah, just kidding, I'm a lonely. <laughs> like... You, play, I, you talk yourself down almost. Yeah. Which is crazy. And I've talked to you about this before off the podcast is like, you do have your life together and you do have a lot to offer the table. So you shouldn't feel like that. Like the bright person will be like, wow, this is so like inspiring that this person right. has a life together if they don't in that way, or that's a goal for them in the future yeah. or whatever it is. And it's crazy. Like a big part of you is really cool that you're like so into interior design and you have this career that you're really passionate about and you own an apartment at such a young age in Vancouver where it's fucking impossible to own anything. And you know, you have a car and you have a great family. These are things that like people, if you're writing down a piece of paper, these are like say selling points, but I'm like, Toss that fact. (laughs) And it's crazy, but I get what you're saying because that inner, like, toxic masculinity to these people, they probably, if you ask them, what do you want in a person? They wouldn't say, oh, I want someone who can't pay their rent, doesn't have a job, uh, you know, hates what they do for a living, terrible family, all these. They wouldn't write that down. Yeah. But as soon as they get in the situation where you have those things together and maybe they don't, then it's almost like they're putting a mirror up on their own toxic masculinity and being like, oh my God, you're making me feel like less of a man. Yeah. Which is fucked up. Which is, yeah, I think that is, like, a specifically, like, gay situation yeah, as well in terms of, like, the masculine side of it. Yeah. But, yeah, it's so, it's such a weird dynamic. And I honestly didn't even, like, realize I was doing it until, mm. like, I went on a date and I was like, who is this person that I'm, like, trying to paint myself like as? Like, downplaying But it was yourself. also, like, I realized that within the first, like, five minutes. Which you is know. so shitty. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it is just weird to think it's that so you weird. have to go sit there and pretend like you don't have any, like, successes and, like, strip them down. And when, yeah. you do, when they're brought I'm like, well, I have like, oh, depression. <laughs> <laughs> you start listing all the things that you, like, are really uncomfortable about your life. Oh, my God. <laughs> my breath smells in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, I, I don't know. It's weird. Like, yeah, Fuck. Gay first dates. It's a weird thing. Yeah, first gates. First gates. <laughs> then there's the thing. Then there's the thing with first gay dating of... There's all these assumptions that usually come with, like, heterosexual dating. Yeah. I.e., like, maybe... And they shouldn't. Once again, when I when I reference heterosexual dating in that way, those should not be assumptions, but they are. So I'm referencing not that I agree about it. Yeah. But that they're just there. Um, and because they're assumed, it maybe makes life easier until it's not. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yep. <laughs> um, but, like, things like, you know okay, we're on this date. Am I the first woman you've dated? Right, right. Like, am I the first... What, like, how do you ask those questions? You don't, know, you don't know the answer, and they don't owe you the answer, but there's all these different things that you're like, am I... Are you out? Like, are you out There's so much family? That, totally, like, that comes with it. And those are really personal questions that most people wouldn't ask on a first date, and or maybe even, like, the first long while, because in a heterosexual relationship, you, you never have. ask on the first date, so... Would your parents be okay that you're on this date with me? Yeah. Like, 
are we going to be able to be public about this? Do they know? No, there's like so much baggage that comes. Are you certain about your sexuality or, or are you just figuring yourself out? Are you ready to date a woman long term or am I the first one that you're just like seeing what's going on? Yeah. Which is all totally fine. It's all part of the process, but there's all these extra things that come with it because it's not the normative like, of course a guy and a girl on a date. There's nothing wrong with that. It's all perfect. Everyone's going to love it. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's there's so many extra like things that you just don't really Shrek know. layers onions <laughs> oh my god on that note you like getting stressed about first dates but like now you don't have to go on them oh my god thank god <laughs> I will cry so hard every day for the rest of my life if Julie leaves me <laughs> well of course <laughs> like oh my god well first because I miss her but also like I just it's exhausting but you'll cry every day and then you'll go to sleep on your pillowcase. <laughs> <laughs> I bring out the pillowcase again. Fuck it. Hey, old friend. I, I call the girl. Hey, do you have the matching set? Because I was just, need some new linens. Julia kicked Literally. me out. <laughs> She's like, well, if you let me out of your basement. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. All right. On that note, that I can explain today is say the name of the worst person you've ever dated. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm joking. And I'm God, down. You hate them. <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, I cannot do that. Oh my God. Okay. You can. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that's like not gonna like obviously slaughter someone right. on the podcast. Not that any of them care enough to listen. Yeah, so true. But just on the off chance. Mm-hmm. Like, I was gonna be like, what was your. Best and your least favorite first dates, and then it's like, well, I'll do that. That's so easy. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll start. I've only been on two dates. Um, <laughs> one's the best, and one's the worst. <laughs> the best was the uh, organized scavenger hunt, and the worst was when I was a creepy serial killer with pillowcases on the second time I'd ever met them. Sean? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wow. So okay, I have a. Weird, I did the full spectrum in two. I have I have a weird. It's not a first date, but it's the worst like weird date experience. Okay. That would be my worst. It was the third date I went on with somebody when I was nineteen, and they were like I think like twenty nine or thirty, so okay. they're like a decent amount older than mm-hmm. me, and I already had been like getting some weird vibes from them, mm-hmm. and the first date was like. I wouldn't even consider it a date because there were, like, people around. Like, it right. was, like, yeah. anyways. Second date, I think, literally was, like, something stupid. <laughs> people around, something stupid. So third date, which I, like, kind of considered, like, the first, like, actual date. I was getting weird vibes from this person. <laughs> and I can't expose this person because, like, anyways, <laughs> people might know who they are. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm going on this date with this person, and I'm, like, starting to get, like, a vibe that they're, like, Strictly into like younger people. Ew. And like not like illegal younger. No. <laughs> but like younger. Like people. Young, young younger, people. like twinky people. Okay. And so I'm like getting this vibe. You're like, I'm gonna grow out of this. I'm starting to like just like pick up on things and the date is like ending. And he's like, hey, I like w- was wondering if we could go back to my apartment and like make Sundays. And to me, I was like, okay, that's partially <laughs> cute. But also, like, that's such a, like... Ew, you've already got that in your mind, and then you're like, this that's is That's such weird. a young... So this is how this date is ending. Yeah. So I'm like, that's such, like, a... It's partially cute, but also, like, there's something so, like, I was... If uh, you didn't already have that in your mind, like, if it was a person your age, or even now, like, that you're a few years older, if you were dating someone at that age, and they said, hey, do you want to go back and make Sundays? I'd be like, oh, that's so cute. But because you had this, like, in your mind... Totally. Based on their current type and dating history and, like, your actual age gap yeah then it's just weird yeah definitely yeah so i was like okay that's a little weird and then the date literally ended when i was like saying something about like what was i saying he was saying something about his age and i was like saying something about mine Mm -hmm. and he said like when he was like something when i was 18 Mm -hmm. and i was like oh yeah and like that it the conversation should have kept going and then he was like yeah you were like in like kindergarten uh, and I was like, listen, I don't like making I was like, I don't have a problem with like 
age. Like, I think it is just a number. Like, maturity doesn't come with age, I don't think. But I was like, let's not talk about, like, how this has related with all of our life. And I literally was like, I have to go. I can't make Sundays. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'll have to rain check on the Sundays. Yeah, Sundays is a no-go. I have to get to preschool. (laughs) (laughs) Sundays is a huge no-go for me. I actually am lactose intolerant, so I'll ruin your toilet. Oh, my God. Okay, and best first date. Um... Best for state that I went on was like literally just like a kind of like pub crawl kind okay, of yeah. thing. Fun. Just like went and went to like a bunch of different breweries. Fun. And then on the last one, we like got a growler and like went to the beach and like Aww. had a growler illegally on the beach. Perfect. And then we went back to his place and like watched some stupid movie and it was really cute. Cute. Did you end up dating? No. <laughs> <laughs> That was just full circle. Dead serious. He goes to what? me. <laughs> yeah. The fact that your best first date ended on that. I mean, is there a more perfect note? To I don't on? think so. Oh my God. Well, wherever you're listening, make sure to follow or subscribe. We really, really appreciate it. You will also get notified when there's a new episode. You will also get notified when there's a new episode, which is cool for you. And uh, it means a lot to us. So yeah, click that follow or subscribe button, whether you're on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud. We appreciate you. Uh, also, make sure to share our podcast with your friends. You can follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast or on Twitter at I Can Explain Pod. Also, if you want to see how we look in real life, you can follow me on Instagram at Brian Williamson or Sean on Instagram at Sean.Lusk or the both of us. That's cool too. We love interacting with you all and we will see, see you around, around the game